This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. A number of U.S. personnel at the Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq are undergoing evaluation for traumatic, uh, traumatic brain injuries after multiple ballistic missiles and rockets were launched by Iranian-backed militants in western Iraq targeting the base. The U.S. Central Command says most of the missiles were intercepted by the base's air defense systems. At least one Iraqi service member was injured. It's the second time Iranian-backed militias have wounded coalition troops. Last month, three U.S. service members were wounded once seriously when a drone hit their base in northern Iraq. In New Hampshire, Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are campaigning today three days before that state's primary. Steve Futterman has more from Manchester. Some are still undecided. Edward Young is not one of them. He is from Manchester and was standing in line to attend a Trump rally. Trump is, was, and will be the the nominee for 2024. Whether you love him or hate him, it's undeniable. Carol Trushan is exactly the type of voter the Nikki Haley campaign would like to get. She is independent, leans Democrat, and did consider Haley. I do like Haley, but she hasn't stood up and said what Donald Trump is which is an insurrectionist. Here in New Hampshire, undeclared voters outnumber both Democrats and Republicans. On Tuesday, they can choose to vote in either party's primary. For NPR News, I'm Steve Futterman in Manchester, New Hampshire. New charges could be brought in connection with the law enforcement response to the 2022 mass shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. From Texas Public Radio, Jerry Clayton has more. In the wake of the Justice Department's highly critical report on the botched police response to the shooting, a grand jury will be impaneled in Uvalde County to see if charges should be brought against any law enforcement officers. As first reported in the Uvalde Leader News, the jurors could review the evidence for as long as six months. Attorney General Merrick Garland appeared in Uvalde on Thursday detailing the DOJ's report, which found cascading failures in the response to the shooting, with officers waiting over an hour to engage the shooter. Some families of the victims have called for criminal charges against officers who responded to the mass shooting. I'm Jerry Clayton in San Antonio. The stock market's up, gas prices are down, and ordinary Americans may be feeling a little better about the economy. NPR's Scott Horsley has more. A couple obvious candidates might be the price of gasoline, which is hovering close to $3 a gallon nationwide, lower than that in a lot of states. And the stock market, which has been hitting record highs. In fact, the S&P 500 index closed at an all-time high just yesterday. Even though most people don't own a lot of stock, a rising market tends to make people feel a little better. And, of course, gas prices are always something people pay attention to. And Pierre Scott Horsley. The University of Michigan's survey of consumer sentiment shows people feel better about the economy this month compared to last. This is NPR. In West Des Moines today, mourners filled a church for the funeral of Dan Marburger. He's the high school principal who died after protecting students from a gunman. He was remembered for his compassion along with his heroic actions. The 56-year-old died 10 days after the January 4th shooting that also claimed the life of a sixth grader. Six other people were injured. The 17-year-old gunman also died that of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. 
The EPA has proposed a multi-million dollar settlement with the Navajo Nation utility company over wastewater permit violations. As Chris Clements with member station KSJD reports, the utility will improve treatment facilities in three northern Arizona communities. The Department of Justice filed a complaint saying the facilities discharged wastewater into washes across the tribal nation that hadn't been treated to proper levels. It also says the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority failed to maintain its sewage systems, violating permits meant to protect human health and the environment. The $100 million settlement will mean upgrades to facilities in Chinle, Kayenta, and Tuba City that serve mostly Navajo citizens. Beth Abishan is a supervisory natural resource specialist for the EPA. When we look at Navajo... Water resources are a limited quantity out there. It's important to protect all of them. The proposed settlement will have a 45-day public comment period before court approval. For NPR News, I'm Chris Clements. And I'm Janine Herbst. And you're listening to NPR News from Washington.